0: Hello, I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach, psychotherapist, and host of Emotional Badass, Where Moxie Meets Mindful. On today's episode, I'm speaking on our complexity as HSPs through the law of attraction. So y'all seem to really love the episode that I did on the law of attraction. So I thought I would pull out my favorite law of attraction tool and talk about it again. My favorite tool is the law of attraction cards. They're 36 Oracle cards to guide you to wealth and prosperity by Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. If anyone knows these people, I would love to have them on the show. So if you're listening or someone who knows them is listening I would love to have them on and honor them because these cards have been really powerful in my life. And for some of you who hear cards and think, wow, that's woo-woo, how can a deck of cards actually help you on the journey? Hopefully I can show you how today. So I pulled a few of my favorite cards from this deck. The first one is the practice of non-attachment. Now, a lot of non-attachment stuff comes from Buddhist philosophy, if you're a yoga practitioner and your teacher does more than just body alignment and talks spiritually and emotionally and about energy, there may be themes of non-attachment woven within your yoga practice too. Now I've seen non-attachment as a force be used to justify denial. Sometimes I see people that are in a toxic relationship who try to detach from toxicity as a justification to stay there. I'm going to speak today on the healthy non-attachment. And this card says, I am certain that I will reach my goal while letting go of how it will happen. This is a very simple statement. I'll say it again. I am certain that I will reach my goal while letting go of how it will happen. We're so complex as HSPs. I've been accused of being a conundrum wrapped in an enigma. I think that's true for a lot of highly sensitive people. When we have goals, we often shut ourselves down accidentally by having the vision as a gift. We have vision as a gift. So when we can visualize all the things, the thousands of things that have to come together to pull off a big goal, we sort of overwhelm and shut down because in any one given moment, We can't know how to do all those things. We can't have all those things pre-figured out. So as HSPs, I might say that we try to cross a lot of bridges miles before we're at that bridge. It's that old cliched saying, right? I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. As HSPs, we really benefit from practicing that as an art so that our visualization doesn't sort of bite us in the butt. I am certain that I will reach my goal while letting go of how it will happen. I encourage you to look at the things that you're stressing yourself out about. Do you have to? What if you could hold some energy of being certain that just by doing a little bit each day, crossing every bridge as you approach the bridge is enough? I am certain that I will reach my goal while letting go of how it will happen. Next card no doubt. I will eventually achieve success because I don't allow myself to doubt. How much of your energy as a highly sensitive person, as an empath, as a trauma survivor, how much of your energy is consumed by doubting? Doubting yourself, doubting worth, doubting that the universe holds you and wants good things for you, it's so easy if we've had a lot of hard things happen. I know I know in my own life as an adolescent, as a woman in my early 20s, I didn't feel supported by the universe. I felt shit on by the universe. When I first heard these concepts of not allowing myself to doubt or trusting that the universe is there to hold me, I had to doubt that. I didn't have safety Within the households that I grew up in, I didn't have safety emotionally with the people that brought me into the world. That sets us up to have a very hard time trusting and a much easier time doubting the safety, doubting the security, doubting that good things were available to me. I definitely felt other than for many years, like good things were meant for other people. It's been a powerful thing in my own transformation and healing to allow the concept of no doubt. Now, it doesn't mean that the little doubting voice in my head goes silent, but it means that I learn how to let that voice be background. And I do that by beating this drum of this statement. I will eventually achieve success because I don't allow myself to doubt. I want to push against that doubt that doubt is like worry. It's just a waste of energy and time and resources and focus and life force. So as a stubborn practice, a lot of you HSPs out there are stubborn. And you've been taught that being stubborn is a bad thing, haven't you? Well, I'm here to tell you, stubborn is a fantastic trait and quality. I love stubborn people. But we've got to get stubborn about the right things, y'all. What if we could be stubborn About the idea that I will eventually achieve success because I don't allow myself to doubt. What does doubting do for you? What does it get you? I think it just brings more doubt. So I'm going to wrap this one up by saying it one more time and letting it marinate. I want the cells of my being to soak this up. I will eventually achieve success because I don't allow myself to doubt. Communication. I effectively communicate and clarify my needs in order to achieve my goals. For complex HSPs, this sounds very, very simple. Oh, yeah, let's just effectively communicate. Sure, we like to talk. We, we say words. We know words. Let's talk. It sounds very simple. But to effectively communicate and clarify my needs, I have to know myself really well. If I can't figure myself out, it is virtually impossible for me to explain myself to someone else. Maybe it's obvious, maybe not. But this was a driving force about creating emotional badass because I know that it's one of my gifts in the world that I can put these very difficult concepts into language, into simple language that helps me understand myself and other people and helps you understand yourself and other people. I effectively communicate and clarify my needs in order to achieve my goals. We have to get clarity with ourselves. We have to learn the difference between needs and desires. We must learn the bounds of where my responsibility ends and where someone else's responsibility starts when I get together with someone and our our space overlaps. Believe it or not, communication and this statement I effectively communicate and clarify my needs in order to achieve my goals this is a strong anchor in the boundaries course that starts in October with me because we can't do boundaries with other people at all much less well until we have clarity of our own needs within ourselves so if you're interested in this and what I'm saying resonates with you come sign on you can still get that early bird bonus early bird 19 for the boundaries course you can find it on our website
1: would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history if so then try my new podcast calm history it's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History. Or go to CalmHistory.com.
0: Communication. I effectively communicate and clarify my needs in order to achieve my goals. All right, next. Practice. Every day I practice my ability to reach my desired financial goals. Now here we start to get into the law of attraction and how it starts to hit money. And who of us out there doesn't have issue with money? So I've done a lot of money mindset work to shift. In some ways, I grew up very, very poor, very fearful about having enough money, very fearful once I had a little bit about spending it, then guilty and shameful if I spent any money on myself. So there's a lot psychologically, there's a lot emotionally, there's a lot there for our inner children Many of you out there self-soothe through buying stuff. We have a consumerism culture, and that tends to make us feel pretty empty. Every day, I practice my ability to reach my desired financial goals. Now, what that means for me is that when I practice this, when I hold this thought as a centering, anchoring truth, I walk through my day making decisions from a place that's going to financially support me. That might mean choosing the lunch special and saving a couple bucks there. Now, a little game that I play with myself if you're working on money is anytime I say no to myself and choose to not spend, I'll put half to all of that money, what I would have spent, even if it was just 10 bucks, 20 bucks, and I'll get online from my phone and deposit money from my checking account into my savings account. So that when I say no to myself, I'm practicing my ability to reach my desired financial goals, and I'm saving so that I'm pairing not spending money, not getting stuff, some financial restraint, responsibility, long-term goal reaching, so that I'm supporting that within myself, so that it feels good when I say no to myself in that way. Every day, I practice my ability to reach my desired financial goals. Courage, my fear of rejection does not stop me from bravely going forward. There's a lot to unpack in that one, isn't there? All of you listening to the show, you can't do it without courage. I'm a truth speaker. For someone who's not courageous about being their authentic self, they can't listen to me. You're out there being courageous, opening up to changing your consciousness, to changing your relationship with yourself. So even if you feel like you're not a very courageous person right now, know that I disagree with that. If you can hear my voice, only people with courage follow my work. It's something I've been taught by the people who work with me, not something that I expected or wanted or constructed or cultivated intentionally. My fear of rejection does not stop me from bravely going forward. We will be rejected so many times in so many different ways. Y'all know I'm from the deep South. I'm a Louisiana girl. A fellow Louisianian asked me one day, how is it that the women in my family can tell me, you look nice today, and actually really tell me that I look like shit? What kind of voodoo magic is that? We will get rejected In very overt ways and very covert ways over the course of our lifetime, we must learn how to stand up for ourselves in the face of those little tiny jabs of rejection and the big giant rejections, sometimes in the form of a breakup or a divorce or getting laid off or fired. My fear of rejection does not stop me from bravely going forward. This is resiliency in action. When we can support ourselves and our inner child and know it's okay to be rejected. It's just not okay to stop moving forward. We support ourselves. We grow our resiliency muscles. We step more fully into the possibilities of our life. Successful people fail and get rejected so many times over and over and over again. Courage. My fear of rejection does not stop me from bravely going forward. I'm going to end with one more card, and it's on patience. Many of you out there listening really struggle to have patience with yourselves. Some of you may have cultivated patience with other people, but patience with the self is very important on the Seeker's Journey. I am patient, persistent, and disciplined in pursuing my goals. I love this card. Because with patience, I think we forget that we can still be persistent. We can be persistent in achieving our goals. We can be persistent on the healing path. We can be persistent with impatience. And patience is discipline. The more patient I have become with myself, it is not my natural state. I shared some pictures of gusto on my Instagram. Recently showing his patience. He is learning How to sit and wait and he has to wait before he gets up and gets his treats It is an exercise in impulse control and we have a culture that in especially in the last few decades with technology We don't have to wait for much life gives us less patience to practice than decades ago Sometimes the secret ingredient that you may be missing on your wellness journey is patience. So I'm going to say it one more time so I can take it in again and y'all can marinate in it. I am patient, persistent, and disciplined in pursuing my goals. If you liked this episode, this month's bonus episode on our Patreon Will also be on the law of attraction i'll go over some other cards and take this lesson a little further I want to thank some patreon producers of the show Y'all are our backbone y'all are keeping this show commercial free. I could not be more grateful for that It maintains this loving healing vibe without jarring advertisements in there. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you So I want to shout out with love and send in hugs to michelle to natalie to Minerva, Monica, Brooke, Jonathan, Julia, Gemma D, Brandy, and we've got a brave one that wanted full name, Deb Lash. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your awesome Q&A questions that you keep throwing at me every month for our live streams on Patreon. Our community is growing. We hit our second goal of 75 patrons and Chris pulled a fast one on me and promised (laughs) the Patreon supporters that I would dance and be silly in a video. So if you would like to see me getting out of my comfort zone, that video is there for you. Chris constructed this beautiful, fun video where you get to see us in our element. It's full of dancing and music and kitties and dogs and fun. It's on our Patreon page for everyone. You don't have to sign up. It's for everyone to see. So it's a public video on our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. Check out Chris's amazing editing skills, not just on audio, but on video. We have big plans to continue to create more videos. So that thank you video we just released That's sort of a sample. We're going to start taking some elements of the show and making some teaching videos. So when you come to Patreon and throw us a cup of coffee's worth or two, you're supporting a visual expression of emotional badass. That's where this dream is headed. And we are patient, persistent, and disciplined in pursuing that goal. We are eight patrons away from hitting our third goal, which is mind-blowing, When we hit that next goal of 100 patrons, I'm gonna have a special little giveaway that you'll hear about on the show. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, signing off for Emotional Badass. I'm an emotional badass. You are an emotional badass. And together, we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: dot com.